probably Ayana got to come out here with her like mammy breasts. Uh, and nobody like, trying to invite her have, out here. Have everyone lay on, have all the men like lay on her her bosom and cry it out. First of all, while she screams penis I don't to the woman. All men should be able to fit on one of her breasticles, like. But they can. Mm. <laughs> but they can. Oh, sweet Jesus, they can. Ew. All together. <laughs> not one tear being interlocked. All the tears are falling like You separately. know what, Patrick? I'm not huh? going to body shame. Anyways. We're not body shaming. I'm just saying <laughs> she has enough for all of us. That's not shame. That's a talent. <laughs> Anyways. Hi. We started recording, so. Yeah, I saw that. I, just, I feel like it was great that we started on That's the Ayana titty. I I would urge I would urge that we keep this whether it be tacked on the end or however we do this. I am not no, this is just gonna be one string nice. of Yeah, no. I don't edit. Why would I edit anything? Fix my titty. Fooey. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I took care of that years ago. I'm fine. Oh, so right. <laughs> Sir. Yeah. Tell the good Madam. people who you are and what you do. My name is Thaddeus James Wright. Um, only on Wednesdays, um, but today's Monday, so I'm Patrick Williams. Um, I am a writer. I'm an educator. I'm a connector of people. I am. I'm creating nonprofits. I'm creating like dialogue. I'm creating like art that like moves the that I hope moves the needle. Um, I am. I don't know, like, I do things because I see vacuums in the market. Which is an excellent segue to my second question, which is, why do you do what you do? I do things because, (laughs) no, um, so I think it's kind of, like, I think for the most part, the narrative has been being the person I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, And that may not be across the board, it's just, like, so, because, like, there are things I'm doing that, like, I'm... I had representation in that. There are some things that I'm doing where, like, that wasn't exactly it, but it's just, like, it's just... I think it's just kind of, like, seeing what's going on and, like, really caring about the one impact and two next generation, right? So, um... And just trying to make sure I make the road a little bit, like, easier for people coming after me. Where did that... Where would you say that stemmed from, that love for caring about the next generation and what happens to them and paving the road and making it easier where is that rooted I watched a whole lot of Captain Planet growing up Captain Planet <laughs> no like well I did but that's not what's in it <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a great reason though it's <laughs> my favorite like, um no like I just it was it was one of the things that like I was kind of raised on um to be honest like so my grandmother was heavily like into politics and like saving the world. Where like, just just being like a really dope person in that regard. My mother was as well. Um, we like kind of like grew up on. We grew up on like one. We traveled a lot, but we also grew up on like community service. So we kind of like saw people from all aspects and so on and so forth. So we were able to kind of see, and we by no measure where we did we have it, but like we were able to kind of see how we could help people who, like, didn't, who didn't have it like we had it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, like, I think it also, like, 
in a sense. And I don't know if, if I had the language for it at the time, but we realized how, like, truly lucky we were to, like, have each other and kind of, like, have the experiences and be able to do some stuff that, like, most people weren't doing. So, mm. um, it definitely is, like, a family trait because um, that's where I saw so that's kind of, like, this isn't new. Like, I've always been doing this. Yeah. So. Word. How did you come to do what you do in terms of... Because you wear many hats. So I am currently choosing the huge hat. hat. <laughs> How did you come to writing? I was always good at it. Um, it's it's kind of how I process. Like, it's... it's And it's weird. Because, like... And I know... Like... I know that, like, because like, I'll I'll remind myself when it's been too long. Like, it's just it's one of those where, like, you you feel like everything's in your chest and you want to, like, get stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll remind you and it'll, like, whoop your ass every once in a while when you don't listen. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's how I process. It's how I, like, make the big, how I separate, how I take the big things and, like, put them in, like, small chunks. Yeah. How I like analyze stuff. Um and I've always been good at like telling a really good story. Um, but also I've always been good at like expressing myself. I talk really good. And um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um so I've it's, and it, I found out like whether it be like me being really great at like communicating but also like paired with like my wit, it kinda helps to put stuff out in a way that like people are receptive to what do you prefer to write is it short stories is it poems is it just storytelling stories I, <laughs> i've gotten into storytelling so it's funny because like i've i've always told really good stories i just never really wrote them down mm. um so i'm trying to be more deliberate as far as like putting them on paper yeah um but it's not even like so i i, I was doing the think piece thing for like a for a minute um, and I actually even feel like ashamed to say that because that word doesn't mean the same thing as it used to. And it may be almost as irredeemable as Hotep. Um. Shout out to Hotep. I mean, whatever. It's a good replacement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the replacement. Um, poetry was like, I mean, that came after. Um, that came like, it came after, but it was also, I remember the specific poem that like, made me think, yo, I could really do this because it actually feels right. Because, like, for, like, a good period of time, I was doing it, but it felt like that wasn't my thing. Yeah. So, um, but it's also, like, it just, things come out differently, right? So, I can have emotions and, like, know what I want to say, but it just depends on how the thing comes out at the time. And speaking of which, that car, that's how it's choosing to communicate. Like, things aren't going right, and, like, it's chosen... Like, it could drive really smoothly. Like, it could... The engine could explode. But the mode of communication it's choosing is a loud shriek. This is deadass gonna be the realest podcast anybody's ever listened to. I think we should honor the conversation. I think we should honor (laughs) what it has to say. Like, it's crying for help. And too often in America, we ignore cries for help. (laughs) <laughs> well, we certainly heard that car crying for help. So, <laughs> but still, the question was: yeah. Do you have a favorite that you like to write? 
favorite form. I like telling stories, but also like not just not just stories per se. Like I I like the I like parables. I was also raised in the church, so like all that stuff are still vestiges of he's still in my head. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's 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 just like a, a longer analogy, right? So yesterday I was having a conversation in which I spoke about the difference between people who are in relationships as conquest and people who are in relationships are trying to, for marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And the analogy was, like, bringing it back to Cuba, Che Guevara versus, um, versus um, Castro, right? Because mm-hmm. some people are made for the fight, the rebellion, yeah, and some people are built for the maintenance, mm. right? But like I was always, I've always been good at like making these things work and like making these connections, and I like doing it in my writing, right? So to take things that like people don't see as things that go together and like pairing them through the writing and like walking you there, I love that process. Yeah. Word. Okay. Talk to me about uh, basically building a nonprofit. What's that been like? Hard. Um, hard, but like, because the thing is, like, you always want to do the work. Like, the, the thing is, like, you're fueled by the work, mm-hmm. right? So, but the problem is when you're fueled by the work, and I'm sure you get this too, as a, as an artist who is like, this is what you do, right? Yeah. Um, you're fueled by the work, so you're not thinking about the business. And again, like that that comes in a little bit after. Yeah. So you're like, oh, shoot, I need to tighten this up. Yeah. So we're in the process now of, like, actually officially tightening it up, right? So Calling Our Brothers is, I'm one of the founding members. Um, Yeah, we started three years ago. um, Shoot, three years ago. We started three years ago um, just, like, doing um, A.J. Johnson and Devon Ward um, reached out to, like, a bunch of people that they knew who were doing things in the community. And we're like, yo, it would be really cool if... We got 100 men of color to come to, uh, what is it called, like MLK, Martin Luther King School, and just greet the kids and just be there, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, somewhere, that was a communication at the beginning. Yeah. Somewhere in that first interaction with the students, we decided, yo, this isn't going to be where it ends. We want to be in these schools. And that's where... I came in and hit the ground running, right? So mm-hmm. it was so we kind of worked on the strategic being into being in the schools, adopting the five schools, and so on and so forth. Um, and from there, we just been in these schools for three years. We've been like a, a, and been providing talking. Just, one is about representation, but two is just about like just being again being the person I needed, right? Right. So um, I. My father passed before I was two, like some months short of my, my my birth, my second birthday, and so my life has perpetually been trying to find positive male role models. Yeah. Regardless, just like trying to find, for for good or bad, just trying to find that thing in black men, right? Um. So, this gives me an outlet because like, and I've been saying this for a while. Like the thing is. We keep on looking for... We keep, people are always talking about, like, hey, where is Jake? Where are these luminaries and so on and so forth? And then we forget that, like, no, like, we're of the age. Like, actually, we're older than the age. Like, it's... We're up. We're on deck. Mm-hmm. So we are the people that we're looking for, right? Yeah. So um, I feel like that was a lyric to some song. I don't remember which one. That's okay. But you know what? Today is mine. There you go. Um, 
yeah, so it was just a matter of trying to, and I, I'd been doing stuff and like not, I think the reason that it works is like a lot of us have like education backgrounds, a lot of us have been working in schools for like a while. Yeah. So we were able to use that and kind of be in the schools and provide services all the way through. Um, so like this, we've had the conversation before, but like now we're actually tightening things up. We're doing the book. We are a registered business, but we're working on like becoming a, a registered 501c3, yeah. like a nonprofit. Um, so that's been tedious, but cool because I think we know what the, we know the opportunity that comes when we actually are, are an official nonprofit. Yeah. So because of that, like it's necessary. Word. So. So whatever, as stressful as it is, like, we know where we're trying to go. Dig it. Mm. What is the name of your book, and what is it about, Patrick? Gee, well, <laughs> which book? <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, Jesus is Black is the, um, the title of my first book, and I put an asterisk on it, because I dropped a chat book, which... Yeah, I dropped a chat book, um, and people count that as the first one, and I'm working on resolving that currently. Um, and that's all you get right now as far as the chat book's concerned. Um, but, what was I going to say? Yeah, so Jesus is Black is the book. Um, it is... It's how my mind works, right? Like, so it's, um, it is a book that speaks about heightened sense of, like, heightened senses of awareness of my blackness. So being in situations where not my spidey senses, but my black senses, like, just, <laughs> like my, hair st- my hair stands up because I, it just, it, so being black in America, especially being an immigrant in America, is has been, has literally been a thing that's like, it, it, it's, it's one of the identities, right? So, and it is one of the identities and with that, it comes the challenges of knowing like how you're seen in the, how you're seen in America, how you're seen in this country that you're in, right? So, um, it's a book that speaks to the trauma, the beauty, and a bunch. There are like essays in there that kind of speak to like different experiences in which um, my blackness just kind of intensified, hmm. um, or my my sense of no. Because the thing is, I, I say this before too, where like. We're reminded of our blackness on, like, an everyday occasion in the same way I'm sure that women are, like, reminded of their womanness. And God forbid you're, like, a minority woman. Like, like, like um, with all the, when all the intersections come, it's, like, it's, we're hounded by the reality that, like, we are people of color, right? So, um, but this is just, like, some examples, some essays of certain times in which that was a thing. But also, I had a really dope idea. Um, where I was going to prove that Jesus was black using like 26 different, um, exhibits like they would in court. Right. So, um, so those are kind of funny and I like, I like, those are well placed because they kind of take the edge off because a lot of the stories are not the greatest because we're talking about blackness in America. Right. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. But, um, so one of the, I guess there are vignettes. That's what people have called them. I don't really know these things like that. Um, I know vignettes in like maybe one context and then vinaigrette, which is different. Mm, um, vinaigrette. But it tastes so great. It does. Um, but yeah, like so, um, so one of the vignettes being that like, you know Jesus is black because he always had 12 people with him because like, 
who mastered the entourage, if not black people? <laughs> um, so there's that kind of stuff too, which is like really funny. And it was like, I, I want to say like a lot of them were illustrated by the Wody Sulinet Morales. You may know her. Um, <laughs> Shout out to me. Yeah, like I, I'm, I have, I have a reason to believe that you might be acquainted, right? So <laughs> I've heard. Mm-hmm. I've heard of. Um, then there are tweets in there too, because like my tweets are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is like it's it's organized, but it's it's the book I want to write as far as like it it works the way my head works because I I am like I am I can be a dog like just right just walking through the street and then all of a sudden I see a car and I leave the topic I was thinking. <laughs> I leave the topic I started on to go deal with some other stuff. So mm-hmm. I had to make sure it was, like, done in a way where it's easier to read because it's, like, it's just small essays. It's not a continuing book. It's not a long novel or anything. What was the process of writing the book like for you? Cathartic. Um, Good word. Yeah, try. We try. Because <laughs> um, it was good to, like, get some of that stuff off, right? Um... But also put it in a place where, because I think it's a book that can like, it's already spoken to people. It's already kind of changed the way people think. It's already in really dope places. Like there's a copy of my book right now in the legislative building. Like it's, it's one of those. So it was good to be able to like put that out in a very meaningful way to put these things out and talk about some real things in a very meaningful way. Um, it was tedious, and that was the worst part because I tell people all the time. And obviously, it's the hardest part about like I I know the process now. So the hardest part about the writing a book is writing the actual book because mm-hmm. like putting it in place is easier, but that part is tedious because like I'm working on something else. And I'm realizing that, like, it's... You have to conceptualize what you want the book to look like. Yeah. When you're creating it. Because mm-hmm. the way... Because I'm not working... I'm self-publishing. So, like, all I do with my publisher is upload. Yeah. Like, I create the whole thing. And then I upload it. And then Amazon, <laughs> like, takes half the money when you buy it from there. Which means you gotta buy Which direct, means you gotta yo. buy directly. Like I've, <laughs> I've been really good with that. I got my P's and Q's in order. However, but it's, it's just tedious putting it together because again, you have to real. I, I hard the hard the hardest part to me about it is figuring out how to present it. Mm-hmm. So you do all this work, you write all these things separately, but then you figure out how to present it, how do you how to sequence the works, right? Packaging so, it. Yeah. Yeah. But like again, because it's not one continuous thing, and even with storytelling, that's. Trying to figure out where the pockets are, like mm-hmm. to put the, but like sequencing a bunch of essays and figuring out where, where this will have the most impact, um, that part is kind of hard too. Were there any pieces in there that you were nervous about putting in the book? Yeah, yeah, like very. Um, so there's a piece about my father, which was like literally a. I said I was gonna put it in there, yeah. and I I wasn't really sure. It's unfinished, um, but it kind of gives you like a good amount of like. It gives you information about me as a person mm-hmm. through that lens. Um, but that was like a that was a game time decision. That was a oh the book is due tonight. I'm putting it in tonight. Yeah. It, there was that. I had to like renumber the pages. It was that. It was done. Mm-hmm. Like I had to renumber the pages. <laughs> do, do all that stuff. Like because again, 
it was that because it, it's it's an emotional dive that like I don't often do publicly. Right. Um. Has anybody given you any like feedback on that piece yes. in particular? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. My sister did. Mm. Um. Well, like there are other people's people obviously, but like my sister, it was funny because like I went to an, I went to an event <laughs> where I was selling Jesus is black in a church. Um, and, and a white <laughs> oh, church actually. So beautiful. Um, even more beautiful. Yeah. Um, but then we had like it was one. Of the, it was like, my sister was doing a concert, so we were having a conversation, and like she brought it up, and then my mom co-signed it because again, it's one of those things where these aren't things I say a lot to every person. I'm I'm close to the best in a lot of things, um, and that's one of them. Not because I don't know a part part of it being private and part of it being like. If you ask me, I'll probably tell you. Mm-hmm. But I don't surrender that a lot. Yeah. Um, so that piece was one of those. Um, and it feels equal parts good to have it out and equal parts nerve-wracking for people to read it, right? Yeah. So if I give you the book and I sign it and it's in your hands, I don't want to see you open it. Good to know. I don't. Like, and I still, to this day, I haven't read the book. To this day. Because the thing is, I still see it. And I, we said that, right? Like, I still see it as something I need to fix. Mm-hmm. So I can't not see it as, I don't see it as a finished work. Yeah. And I'm obsessive. Yeah. So, like, I know the two mistakes in it right now. Yeah. And, like, I got feedback and I was like, oh, that's something else I could have done and that's dope. Yeah. Right? So... I know the things and I'm, I've come to the point where like I'll never see it as something that's finished. Hmm. <clears throat> Even though I know there will, to, as of now, there won't be a sequel. Yeah. I don't see it. I still can't read it with like a, Isn't oh. Isn't going to be a Jesus is still black? <laughs> it sounds so great though. It sounds so great though. That may be like when I re-release it in like 10 years. Yes. <laughs> The second edition. Yeah. The second coming. (laughs) Yeah. The second coming of black Jesus. Um, Jesus, bigger and blacker. The biggest, blackest Jesus. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, so it's, it's like, because... And you know this, like, I'm incredibly nervous about my art. Like, I'm incredibly nervous. Well, about this. I know this, but they don't. No, no, well, I, I meant you. I, I, I can't see these, like, hyper, <laughs> hypothetical, hypothetical people. people. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at your recording device. Like, I, I can't, We're going to call them HPs. It's your HPs. <laughs> I, I can't see you guys. Why are you still nervous about your craft? Well, okay, first, what are you nervous about when it comes to your craft? And then... How do you deal with that? How do you get through that? Terribly. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, because it's like, it's... There are a few things more vulnerable than, like, an artist putting themselves out, putting themselves out like that. It's like, it's like, it's literally, this is me, here it is, like, yo, eat that, right? <laughs> um, and it's also, everybody's a critic, and I, I'm not really as nervous about what people think about I'm not sure what the root is, right? Like, it's just, I, I... This is the realest <laughs> podcast. Someone may have just died. 
we may or may not have just heard gunshots. Oh, moving off. But you know what? Back to the point. We're gonna keep uh, the podcast going. Yes. Uh, um. No. So I, I don't know. Like it's it's just been a thing, right? So like um, it's it feels like you are tearing me apart, and not in like uh. You're not tearing up my heart like in a back. Is it Backstreet Boys? Staring at my uh-huh. heart. That's definitely in sync. Oh, I'm so bad at this. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> sorry. Um, tearing no, up their heart even more. And like, and most people may not know this, right? But again, if I'm in a room and people are like looking at my work, whether I'm sh- whether I shared it on purpose or if, um, whatever it is, like if I'm sitting down and you're reading the thing and I'm watching you do it, I close up physically. Like it. For some reason, it just feels like, I just feel incredibly exposed. Which is weird, because I'm usually proud of being exposed. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I might have to actually edit this. Um, what? <laughs> how do you work, how do you work through that? I don't. Or try to. Because um, you're aware of it. So that's a good step mm-hmm. right there. Uh, so how do you work through something like that? I don't know if I've done anything. Maybe I have. Um, or, uh, hypothetically, speaking to the HPs, if you had a student that was younger than you doing something that was similar, mm-hmm. how would you, what words would you give them to get through something like that? Or well, work I, th- through something like I think that? the important thing is like I never stopped creating, right? So I think that... Maybe the thing to tell you, just never, just don't let that be the thing that stops you from creating. Because mm. um, I think I'm going off the hope that maybe one day this is going to be easier. And I'll have so much work to show you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right? Um, but I can't say that I'm, I mean, it's a game of reps. Like, so I've been doing, I've been getting more reps. I've been doing more stuff. This is a huge year because even though people have seen things that I've done, um, it's going to be a whole, like, we're doing an event later on, which you're going to hear about when the time is right, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be one of, like, the, I feel like the people in the group, um, they've been public with their stuff in a way that I've never been, um, so this is this is a huge year for me as far as trying to figure that out. Yeah. Um, but... It's a process. I'm not going to lie to anybody. Like, it's... It's something I'm... It, that's an everyday thing. Yeah. So, besides your... Your grandma, your mom, um, and even the absence of your father, what... Or who have been some of your biggest influences? Let's start with writing first. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be funny. Um, there is a dude who, um, his artist name is G Stacks, right? <laughs> I remember G Stacks. Um, and he's not obviously, I'm not giving him the whole thing, right? But it was funny because I literally saw him come to Tapas a couple times. And he was the funniest dude. Like, <laughs> he was incredibly hilarious. 
Shout out to Tappas. Yeah, and I don't think I ever, I never got a chance to tell him this because like you just, you just never saw him again, right? Right. So, um, he was really funny. So like, there was a piece that I did about like the billiards piece, right? Mm-hmm. Because before my writing and my poetry was really macabre and like, oh, what was me? Um, cause it was like, oh, break up. Ah, shut up. You're depressing, but it's just garbage. Uh, no, it was. I, ah, uh, garbage, right? So, like, literally, I, I performed the, the billiards piece and, like, never looked back. Cause all the stuff before it was just like, that was practice. Um, but yeah, like, it, he, he kind of gave me, like, the, he, without knowing it, he gave me the permission to, like, put levity in my work. Hmm. Because it's like, to be incredibly humble, I'm funny. Like, I'm I'm witty and it works. And, like, I'm witty in everything I do. So, my writing suffers if that's not a part of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's how I communicate. That's just, that's just what it is. Um, so, I would say, in a funny, roundabout way, he gave me license to do that. Mm. Um, I read... Like, there's the dude named Barton Lee Thurston, um, MK Asante. There's, like, a lot of, like, it's a lot of newer writers that are, like, trying to, are kind of changing the way that, like, literature is done. Yeah. Especially, like, black literature is done. Um, I do not know how to pronounce her name, but, um, she wrote We Should All Be Feminist. She wrote America, um, and you guys can look it up, because I'm not going to butcher her name, but she went to Eastern. Um, and she is dope as well. I too am not going to butcher her name, but yeah, yes, yeah, you she can, did right. We should she, all be fenomen- uh, feminists. Yeah, yes. um, and it's just, it's just, it's, I don't want to credit, like, so I'm, that's all, those are all the people I'm crediting, like, because I know there's going to be mad influences missed, but again, like, literally, I've been doing this and absorbing this stuff for, like, forever, right? So, it may not be a writer who's, like, inspired me to write. I may have seen someone tell a story a certain way and been like, oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Or oh, like it, it, it's it's literally a, it's a lifetime of influences. Yeah, um, that's just kind of what that is. Um, and my mom was like a really good writer too, so that was dope. Um, Would you say you've had influences when it comes to being a connector of people? Um, that's a good question. I try. Yeah. You, you be doing it. I dabble or whatever. Right. <laughs> Breaking my soldier. <laughs> Podcasting. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm swinging that lift on. Bustelo. Bustelo, you're right. Um, I just like, no, that's not true. I was going to say I like people. <laughs> that's not true. I say that too much. Um, Patrick on the inside is a 98-year-old ornery man oh uh, curmudgeon does, curmudgeon is does not oh my god like anything <laughs> anything at all oh. um, <laughs> does he have a name by the way huh does he have a name or is that also I Thaddeus I had one for him I, had, I don't remember it okay alright we'll um, figure it out later Thaddeus Cleophus the <laughs> third um, sounds about right <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say yeah so uh, <laughs> they call him Tim <laughs> but it's like I love meeting people I love I love the stories right that's what it is like so and it's one of those things where if I see that your story matches with your story you guys should know each other yeah um and I don't know like I've I've just always been like a great networker what's the value in that I just think it's just like 
I think it's great when dope people know dope people, right? So I don't care what happens to people who aren't dope. I, I just don't. <laughs> um, no, but like, it just, it's... Because I think we can do a lot more work together. Like, we do, we, we do... I think, however we get to this... We, however we got to this place where we're all in our own separate cubbies and we're, like, we're super segregated, I guess, like, whether... Like, we got to this place somehow where, like, everybody decided to go, go into their own pod and, like, stay in their own place and just do that thing, right? Um, but I I love collaborating. I love, like, people. I lo- like, I love the idea of people, not people. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I can't remind so many times, um, but I like I like seeing people come together and kind of learn about each other because I think we don't do that enough. Mm-hmm. We don't have these conversations. We don't um, we don't just randomly like some of the most influential conversations in my life have come from people who I did not think they would come from. Yeah, right. So there was a night where I had a really long conversation with a prostitute. Hey. And like, and obviously we're not shaming. That's not what we're doing. But it's like, but it's not something that you think, oh, that's that. That's not what. That's not what anybody tells you is gonna happen. Right. Like right, just like just, but just realizing that like we're, and you've heard this before, but we're really not that different. Shout out to sex workers. Fact. Um, and it's like just it's it's dudes who have no business like it's the homeless dude who has no business being like encouraging to me being encouraging to me right at times where I needed it the most yeah like it's just stuff like that where like people I think we cast people aside when what we should be doing is trying to find ways to like to connect Hmm. on like simple stuff and I think the connecting piece helps whether it be connect, whether it be connecting you a lot around your interests or connecting you around, like just occupation, it just 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 it just it's if I see something where I think you might click well with this person, I'm gonna mm-hmm. try to connect you. Mm-hmm. And it's also organizationally. Again, I've put a lot of things together. I've built a lot of things, right? So, I kind of know, in a sense, what organizations need. And like, if you're saying I do this, I do that, or whatever. I have a pretty good Rolodex as far as like being able to connect you to somebody who may be able to help. What I should do is charge. That's coming. Huh. We will discuss. Okay. But, um, what do you think your work aims to say? What do you aim to say with your work? I don't think my work is trying to say any one thing. I think it's just like it's it's encouraging and it's, it's just encouraging a long line of dialogue. I don't think it's trying to say any one specific thing. Um, I mean, there's a beauty in expression. There's a beauty. Like, I think it's, it's me realizing the value of my story. Right. And I think, it, I think we all, we all do this. We're like, we, I, I think we all do this. We're like, we're, we're taught that, um, we're taught not to bother, or we're taught, oh shoot, you're, it's not going to change anything, or we're taught to be silent. We're taught to be silent by people who like who benefit from your silence. Yeah. Like fiscally, organizationally, structurally, they, they benefit from your silence. Like so, they, they they benefit from you not having the vocabulary to say what you're feeling. They they or not having the will to do it, or being so downtrodden that you feel like it doesn't matter anymore, right? Yeah. So, um, I think. 
my work is always going to be the thing that's like, no, no, my, what I'm saying is important. Yeah. And you need to shut up and listen to it. Like, because you don't know my story like I know my story. So, like, I will speak for me. That's kind of what it is. It's not, like, any one thing. It's just, like, it's it's creating the outlet and maybe hopefully inspiring, our, inspiring others to create their own outlet. Or, like, realize their outlet. Word. Palabra. <laughs> uh, when it comes to your work, all of the hats that you wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like hats either. It's like you, a terrible... You Go ahead. don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what would you prefer? Bow ties? Huh? All the bow ties you wear? Oh, I do wear my bow ties. I need all to get right. back on that. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so, taking into consideration all the bow ties you wear. Yes. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> what sort of support do you look for? Or what sort of support do you want? Cash. Mm. No, well, because it's... Because I'm getting better at saying that. Yeah. Because that's important, right? Um... And that's a part of like the creating the structure where we are an official, an official nonprofit, so the money can come in. Cause I've done a lot of things for free for a really long period of time, and I deserve. Mm. Maybe I deserve. No, 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 maybe. Not that one. Oh. No, maybe. You right? Okay. No, no, no I, I deserve. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I mean, not in the not in the tank way. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm sad. I don't deserve the bad things. <laughs> um, no, but. Just realizing that, like, this is sweat equity. This is just equity in general, and it's I'm taking this. This is this energy is being taken from the things I want to do. Yeah. Um. So there's a cost to that. Mm-hmm. And realizing that I don't have to be the one that pays it. So, how do you, since we're already on the topic of money, how do you charge for what you do? First of all, what do you charge for? So I know you sell the book. Mm-hmm. You charge for that. What else do you charge um, for? I do consulting, so um, I, I create. So I officially, so I've been doing consulting forever, but I officially started doing consulting with the company. I want to say like a year ago, and that was really dope as far as like giving me a window to like how that business operates, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so once that happened, and I realized how much I was charging people to do consulting through the business, mm-hmm. I realized, oh shoot, like. I could do this. Like, you know, it kind of gave me a structure for like how those things work, how contracts are written up, like that stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Um, just cause I think a lot of times, and that's, this is across the board, right? We don't do things cause we've never seen it done or we don't do things because we don't have the logistics to do it. Right. We don't believe we do. Um, so that was dope cause it gave me the, the logistics. Um, so I facilitate workshops. I facilitate discussions. Um, I do, I do speaking engagements. I, I need to get more. I need to like do more of those. Um, what kind of workshops do you run? Um, so like uh, diversity and equity, um, just like diversity and equity, but a lot also a lot of like educationally ones, uh, educational ones. Because again, I I be working with the children a lot. You do be working with the children. Um, and that's kind of like where I sit experience wise. Yeah. So, like, I have, like, a lot of experience there, so I kind of lend it to the stuff that I'm doing. But a lot of it is, like, it's racial equity or educational equity. But there's always equity on the tag. Yeah. Mm. So you learned how to sort of price out the consulting stuff through 
working with a company that does consulting. That does consulting yeah. yeah. Um, what about the other stuff that you do? Mm-hmm. So like being an author or or uh, I don't um, know how to charge people for being an author besides selling the book. Yeah. I need to figure. But like what is speaking it? Speaking That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so like that. Those are things I'm trying to figure out as well. Or whether it's a matter of like just like taking the consulting charge and just leveraging that across the board. Saying like this is this is how much it costs for an hour of my time. Yeah. Right. So whether if, if we do if we boss up that way. Yeah. So trying to figure out how the boss up is, how other people are bossing up. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to figure that out. Like, and it's like I'm in a weird place. Well, I'm in a good place, right? Um. Because they say, you know you're learning when things are challenging. Mm. Literally everything is challenging right now. <laughs> Deadass. <laughs> I believe you. This is not a joke. Everything is challenging right Friend, now. Friend, like, I believe so, you. Um, the nights are like, like... Y'all pray for Patrick. Like, the days are long. <laughs> a lot of things are going on. Like, literally, I'm creating a lot of lanes right now. Because it's, it's like, a lot of things I've been doing, I'm at a stage where like I'm making it more official. Right, mm-hmm. so um, the job I'm doing, in which, because again, I'd been working with schools for a very long time, like either off the books or like whatever it is, right? So like now I'm in a position where I am creating my, like I created the Freedom School. And I'm like, like it's, it's just been like it's been a, I want to say it's been like two years of just straight creation. Yeah. Right. So um, everything is hard. But, like, on the other side, like, I know I'm bossing up because, like, literally, I'm knocking things out. Yeah. Like, I, if I look back eight months, there are mad things that I'm, do, I'm doing that I didn't know how to do eight months ago. Mm. So, like, I can chart the progress. So, is, is a big part of it just do? To just do the thing? Yeah, but it's also, like, I'm slacking. So, it is, right? And I'm doing a lot of things, but there are things I know I'm slacking on, right? Yeah. So, because um, a lot of it has also been, I am very motivated when given a task, mm-hmm. right? In- incredibly motivated, right? But it's trying to figure out how to consistently give myself the task, right? So, ah. um, and it and the book was dope for that. Mm-hmm. So the book was cool, cause they, they, and you know this, right? Like, there's like mad ideas that like I've had and said, yo, this would be fire if we did this mm-hmm. and then let it go, yeah. right? The book was like an idea that I held on to. And even that is, it sounds facetious to say, cause like I almost threw that away too, right? So, but it was something I was like, yo, let me sit with it. Let me do it. Let me actually give it, let me give it the full um, rollout. <clears throat> and it now becomes an example I can use for other things, right? So it's like, oh, no, this is what happens when you hold on to an idea and you bring it all the way, Yeah. right? And it's been super fruitful, and people have been, like, really amazing as far as... People have been, like, super supportive. People who I expected to, people who I didn't expect to, they just, just across the board, it's just been, like, really amazing to see that. Yeah. Um... But now, more importantly, yeah, the book is great. But more importantly, I now have a model for, yo, this is what happens when you have an idea and you hold it and you carry it all the way through. Yeah. So, yes, the book was great. But for me, it becomes it becomes a thing I can always hold up and say, yo, remember when you did that thing? Remember when you dreamt about something and you did it? That's what it becomes. 
Yeah. And like that's powerful. Mm. So it's great to say, yo, like it's not even like I I don't it's funny when other people say the titles, people say author, this, that, and whatever it is. But, like, literally, I'm just holding on to, like, yo, I finished a thing. Yeah. Because I start a lot of things. I don't finish a lot of things. I can be honest and say that. So, it's it's a thing I finished. What other sorts of support do you look for? Or do you need? Or want? <clears throat> Besides cash. Which I love that you mentioned. M&M's. M&M's. Oh, no, uh, sorry. Specific M&M's. Huh? M&M's. <laughs> Peanut M&M's. Specifically. I wasn't going to say that. Why? Because it's, it's milk chocolate. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Was it milk chocolate? It's milk chocolate. It's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's, it's good. not good. Oh, Give fine. me that trash. Oh, shoot. My fault. <laughs> You're right. right. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say. Um... It supports you were asking? Yeah. Um, I brought I brought this Patrick is the hard, wrong, right? Wrong M&Ms. So That's this what is happened. we can edit that out. It's not. No, I'm not editing. All that right, out. so we're being honest. God damn it! All right, we're being honest. Um, so <laughs> this is hard, right? Because I want feedback, but I'm very deliberate in how I want feedback. <laughs> Which is um, actually one of my questions. Yeah, I know. I know. How do you I ask know, for feedback? I know. I know. Um. I ask for feedback very passively, and I need to be better at that, right? Um, I have gotten really great feedback. Mm-hmm. Like, not because I've been great at asking for it. Um, because, again, I'm still fighting. The, I'm I'm super self-conscious and, like, really... I'm, like, mad overthinker guy, right? So, um... <clears throat> I guess what I'm saying is I don't know. Mm-hmm. And this gives you no roadmap for how to help. Um, letters are nice, <laughs> but if I give you the thing, if I give you my work and I put it in front of you, mm-hmm. um, know that one, I trust you. Mm-hmm. Right. So, cause that doesn't happen a lot. Right. If I stay for the reading of the thing, I trust you explicitly. Like, um, to quote Erica Badu, which is probably a bad thing to do of late, but <laughs> I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit mm-hmm. in the realest of ways. Yeah. Right? Because, again, I'm not telling you random ass stories. I'm telling you about my life. Like, in that book, I'm telling you about my life. Yeah. Right? Like, and some of that shit I'm over already. Some of that shit I'm not. Yeah. Right? So, understand that when you come to me about that stuff, you got to talk to me nice. Okay. That's a good roadmap. That's just, it's just, it's, it is what it is. And it's like, I get it. I get it, and I appreciate the feedback if you want to give it, but some of these things I'm not over yet. Yeah. Like, we're talking about real things in my life. And it's not like America's gotten so great where this is, like, stuff that's in the rear view. Mm. Right? So, I'm talking about a condition in which we're currently sitting. Yeah. So. Okay. But I'm really nice. so i'll approach you nicely yeah yeah okay that's not too bad that's a good that's a good roadmap that's a good start point um me thinks and i think do you you look for feedback just with the right with your book i look for feedback in everything okay um and i will try to be gracious in accepting it 
is mad real. Um, and I try to be gracious in accepting it. No, no, what's happening right now? <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, feedback. Uh, so, are you asking me how I accept it? Yeah. Um, are you looking for feedback only with the book? No, no. Just like so I think. I don't think. I don't think I get better by limiting how I get how I get feedback, mm-hmm. or like what I get feedback on. Right. So. I think it's all helpful, and even though I may have a problem digesting it, if you feel compelled to give it to me, like, I know you're trying to make me better. So I appreciate it, and again, I promise I will never take it out on you. But, like, on the inside, there's a lot happening here. Yeah. Do you experience creative blocks? And if so... How do you cope? How do you deal? How do you change it? Um, I do. And I think it was easier to change it when I was doing... So I used to podcast, right? So like it was like there were other ways to like get the things out. Mm-hmm. So when I didn't want to write, I could talk. And I could still do that, but like I just haven't created like a specific outlet for myself to do that. Yeah. Um, but it was like just being able to find different ways to like express it. Because there was... Days, weeks, months that I don't want to write anything. Cause like sometimes, the, sometimes it's just too. Sometimes it's too hard. Sometimes it's too emotionally taxing. Sometimes, like literally, I feel guilty and bad and sad and just upset with myself because only the bad things are coming out. Mm. Right. Sometimes it is a challenge to write something light, and I think that's also. I think that's also a side effect of, like, the world we're living in, right? Because you see so much dark. And I've said this before, too. Like, the issue is, like, when you see... And, again, I'm just going to speak to one specific thing. We talk about police brutality and, like, people being killed by the cops or people being killed in general. How much death have we seen, especially in the last five years? Hmm. Like, live-streamed or on YouTube or in a Vine video or however it's processed, right? We've seen so much shit, right? And it changes you as a person, right? It definitely, so like sometimes the light things don't feel like they're, they don't feel like they're as necessary, but like we forget that like the light things are also like a part of self, it's radical self-care, right? Um, but sometimes you're so in the darkness that you can't create light. And I feel guilty about that a lot. Hmm. Um, so sometimes I won't write the thing because I know it's just another one of them dark things. Like I've had, all right, or I just don't know how to like start it or I started and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put it down and I'll get to it at some point and I don't get to it. So how do you get through that? I do something else. Like, I can't be... <laughs> no, no, like... I mean, I, I, I take breaks. Like, I... I <clears throat> this may not be the best, like, artist talk, but, like, I will walk away from a piece for, like, a month and come back to it. Yeah. Because, again, life is hard enough. hmm And, like, trying to contextualize life... While you're living it, makes it doubly hard. Mm. 
Because you're writing a roadmap to something you're in, right? Um, Because I think... Because I think when you write, you're communicating across generations, right? So you're you're putting something in a book that somebody can see 50 years from now and be like, oh, shoot, that's what was going on at the time, right? So there is there is a there's a need to get it right yeah there's a need to be like super honest but like i said the emotions are raw yeah so it's translating that experience while also living it it becomes really meta yeah and that's hard and it's also i'm too funny to be the dude that only writes like depressing shit So, but yeah, like I can honestly say like these last, so I'm 34 and I'm tired. Like I'm emotionally, I'm emotionally spent when we're talking about like, like, like just the way people of color are treated in America. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm spent, right? I'm tired. Like my soul is weary and I can't imagine what cats who are like 60 feel. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's it's like un so it's so even when you have a bright spot, anything reminds you of the other thing, right? So you never know when that's gonna happen. You never know when the when the stimuli is gonna hit. Yeah. Like it's just and it's it's unyielding. Like literally, there were summer, there were days, there were like years where every and I, and that's the thing. I don't think it stopped happening. I think we've all gotten desensitized. So it's not on the news every day. Because mm. people are still dying. Yeah. Right? And that's just one issue, right? That's not <laughs> that's not system that's not the whole thing. Yeah. That's one slice of the pie that I'm talking about. Um But we've all changed like the same way that we've like we saw 9-11 and we didn't and like we don't even process terrorists the same. Yeah. Like we're getting numb to this stuff. Mm. Like, an entire generation is numb to people dying every day. And, I don't know. Some days, it's just like, you just it just looks really dark and bleak. So, you gotta, like, walk away from that paper. And what do you do when you walk it. away, though? I'm assuming it's something to make you feel better. And that's also what I'm asking. Because when I ask something like that, like... For your creative block, how do you do it? It's, I don't think, and I don't think people should get caught up in thinking that it needs to be something that's still related to your craft. No. What I want to know is, how do you personally get through those blocks, doing whatever it is that you do? I listen to music all day, every day. Mm. Um, and, like, I'm super collection. Um, I, I be out here, like, putting people on to stuff, whether they know, whether I, whether I take credit or not. Facts. Um... So, like, just, like, being the guy who, like, create dives. Or just, they, stuff like that. Like, just, just find, I do find, I find things that, like, get, get me out of it, right? So, mm-hmm. music will always be a distraction, good or bad. Um, and it's crazy, because even sometimes in the music, we're talking about the same issues. But, like, it just sounds better when somebody else says it. Yeah. And I don't have to, like, come up with the words, mm-hmm. right? So, um, music are, like, just so I read a lot, too, but, again... It's funny because, like, I'm reading, like, literally, 
I'm in a time capsule with my so like I'm reading I'm in a time capsule with my reading because again it's literally it's it's people of color dealing with a lot of, they, dealing with a lot of the same stuff yeah um, and every once in a while I throw in like a dear black dear white people which is like really great really great show really great movie really great book yeah um, just it just because again I feel like we can do this thing. We can find the pockets of humor in this thing. Yeah. And that helps. Because there are pockets of humor in this thing. Um, but to your point, I'm still obsessing around this thing. Yeah. I don't think I ever let it... I don't think I ever let it go. But at least for part of the time, it's in somebody else's hands to, yeah. like, analyze it and to break it To analyze it and, like, create the thing. Create it gets you out of your own head. And I'm like, oh, that was dope. Great idea. On to the next. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's somebody else's job to like put it in work. Gotcha. We're gonna take a short break and we'll be back. Well, he said. He just got questions in the stash. <laughs> Not like a scroll. <gasps> you should totally read off of a scroll. I would love it if you read off of a scroll. Um, I'm gonna do something with an eye chart. An eye chart? The, the the whole you know the letters or whatever and they get smaller. Oh, an eye chart. Got you. Didn't even know it had a name. I don't know if that's a name. Blind like... ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pre glasses reader. Pre glasses reader. <laughs> I can't read three quarters of it. <laughs> Anywho. And we're back. <laughs> what up, though? So far, what has been a highlight of your career? Oh, okay. Stalker. Uh, <laughs> of my career? Mm-hmm. Freedom School. Why? Because I put a thing together. What is Freedom School? Um. So, Freedom School is... So, Freedom School is... Um, I mean, there are different iterations of it, but, like, the the idea is it actually is, like, built from... it's uh, It follows the legacy of the Freedom Trail, the Freedom Riders, because um, literally it was, like, it was them going to... Um, them going down south, them going to south, south Alabama and Mississippi and so on and so forth to kind of help people get ready for... to take the, the BS tests around, like, whether or not they can vote, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it became a mainstay as far as, like, education, so it literally... It, um, and like a lot of the people who are, were a part of that, were also a part of the uh, civil rights continuum. Yeah. So literally, by doing that, I'm a part of the civil rights continuum. Word. Right. So, um, but and it it's so real because like again, it's run by the 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 CDF, the Ch- the Children Defense Fund, um, that now sits on um, Alex Hayes plant um, plant not plantation, his farm. I said that because I think it may have been at some point because it's a lot of property oh, in Tennessee. Um, but it's not like, yeah, it's Haley Farm. Um, and like that also puts things in context, right? Because again, Alex Haley wrote like a lot of the the text behind the text behind a lot of the a lot of the civil rights era, right? So, and he also wrote, um, he penned, um, he co-wrote um, 
Martin Luther King's, sorry, Malcolm X's autobiography, right? So, um, good book. Yeah, so it's just one of those like, it's just one of those experiences, one of those trips that like, kind of like connects you more so to the history of the thing. Um, and but like now they have like satellite schools like all over the country, and in the and U.S. in the U.S. Virgin Islands, um, they're like all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so I had an opportunity to to be the project director for a freedom school in Hartford. Um, and it's like, it's built around the concept of like represent representation and like serving the people and the people who you're being served, being represented by the people serving them. Right. So Mm -hmm. making sure that the books we're reading are from people of color, the books and, and they have like, they have a radical, um, social justice slant and kids are learning about social justice at like five six years old Mm -hmm. whereas even though i think i was in that direction i walked into the wrong classroom at central and that's kind of where a lot of the militancy like the thought process was there but the urgency was like raised at central yeah right so went to central within two months i i was running a rally like Literally, that's nice. that's how it works. Like, um, I was cited as the king of the black people, and I didn't like it, but there's a level of swag to it. Yeah. Um, but just to be seen that way by, like, the people who... Because if white people were saying that, I'd punch them in the face. But black people <laughs> were saying that, so it was cool. Right? So, um, but it was just, like, just to, to have garnered that level of trust so quickly um, was kind of dope. Um, was any of the work that you did at Freedom School, did any of that, like, weave into the writing or vice versa? Yeah. Again, like, it's, it's, it's just, it's all about urgency, right? So seeing, um, I'd studied, I'd studied African American history. I studied, like, the, just the context of all the things, right? Yeah. But this puts you in it. Because, again, we're doing a lot of things a lot of the same times that um, that were being done during the civil rights era. Like, so, it, it, you're literally... You're t- I, it just really... It feels really cool to be teaching, like, six-year-olds how to be proud and sit in your blackness and um, to advocate for your needs at six. Yeah. That's fire. Right, so, and I'd done a lot of programs, but I'd never been in a part of a program like that. Yeah. And it was like the first year that I did something like that. It was off the strength of somebody being like, "Yo, I know what you do. You should do this." Mm. Right. So it wasn't something I applied for. Yeah. Which is even crazier, right? Like, well, not crazy, but that's it's. I'm intentional in what I do because, like, and I don't know if it's a chicken or the egg thing. Yeah. I don't know what came first. But, like, I am trusted in a very real way. hmm Right? Like, there's a level of, like, and it blows my mind all the time, right? But I am trusted in a very real way to be able to do these things. Um, And I don't take that lightly to the fact, and, I, again... To the point where, like, if I'm doing this work, 
I do way more hours than I should be doing. <laughs> but it's because I know who I'm doing it for. I know the target audience. I know who it's going to help. I know what it can do, right? I, so a good and a bad thing is like I get obsessive yeah. about it. And I think that's what builds into the trust because like they know I'll do the job. Right? I'll do the job and I'll do better than the job, the expected job. Right? So, um, but that was one of those dope things where literally I got a text and it was like, yo, I know something that would be dope for you. Yeah. And I went to talk to like the, the, the director of the, of the, or the host organization and it was fire. It was just, it was a conversation. It wasn't one of those. And like, I'd kind of known the people before, but it, but it's, it's cool to be like, yo, the, here are 100 kids. It ended up being 85, but here are 85 kids, right? Um, and here's a program, and we're putting it in your hands. That was fire. But because I knew, it was one of those where like, I just had to do it right. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate that I'm trusted to be the one to get it right. Um, yeah. So for a couple, like one, obviously it was a really great experience. Um, the kids loved it. We like the the numbers were great as far as like the stats. Like there was no reading loss. In fact, a lot of kids actually went up in the reading level. Um, and they just, and it's but it's more important to see it on a day to day on a day to day where you you go in and you're like you go in and you see all the positive things happening on the like on the ground, right? And I said I was obsessive, and I will tell you how I know I was obsessive. I was in a car crash. <clears throat> I was in a car crash. Um, got out the car, hopped in a lift, went to work. <laughs> like, found a rental somewhere on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just so happened. But obsessive. Yeah. And that's also something I need to address because that that's that's been a problem, right? But. I'm mission first. Like, I'm going to do it for the mission. Word. Have you heard any stereotypes about writers, creatives, etc.? What are they? I have heard that they are broke. And as of right now... No, so well, um, shit. <laughs> no, um, it's fun. So here's the funny thing, right? Um, I feel like I protected myself from that mm. by never telling anyone I did it. Ooh, how um, very interesting. Like, credo for life: stay low, keep firing. Like, I don't tell you I'm gonna do something; I do it, and I say it's there. Yeah. That's that's been the way I do things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I try not to announce too many things. Make more moves and less announcements. And thus that kept you from hearing the opinions. About me. Yeah. Like But again, obviously there are extremes to that, right? So again, <laughs> the book goes out and two people have seen it. Um <laughs> like, like, so um But again I hold things close to the vest. Um and that's a good thing and a bad thing. It really is. But um, it never bothered me because I don't. 
And it may be a lack of trust on my end as well, but I don't give you an opportunity to, like, shit on my dream. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, I protect it fiercely. Hmm. Um, so when it comes out, you can't say, oh, it's not, you're not going to write a book, because I did it. <laughs> like, when it comes out, you don't say it's not going to sell, because it's selling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so, yeah. Like, it's one of the, like, I... I I try to cut that off at the past, and I'm very selective in who I tell things. Mm. Um, so, if you weren't a part of the writing process, you didn't know. Word. And this is where it's a bad thing, right? My mom found out after the book came out. Um, so, my mom was in Florida, and she called me because my sister had a copy of the book. <laughs> but it's also, like... I don't tell people, but when it's promo time, I'll promo. Yeah. And she just wasn't around. So, like, she was, she was, <laughs> she was in Jamaica. Like, Juju just wasn't, she just wasn't, she, was, she didn't see it. Yeah. Um, but there should have been a conversation. It's whatever. Um, but the thing is, like, I'm so... And obviously, shit, love her to death. That's my mom. Like, obviously, like, she... Like, I knew it was a win when she told me she loved the book. Because she's a voracious reader, right? So, she would have told me if she didn't. Yeah. And, like, um, but I don't leave a lot of space for criticism. And, again, that's in part me being... That's in part from... Because, again, there's something there as far as, like, me feeling like I have to protect myself all the time, right? There's a wall that is there, right? So, sometimes it helps. But, like, a lot of times it doesn't. Because I'm also not giving you the room to, like, to be embraced as I should be. And, like, that's the duality, right? So yeah. it protects me, but, like, I think it limits opportunities as well. How do you, if you do, how do you seek out opportunities for yourself? If you do. I haven't had time. Like, I did. Mm-hmm. And I do occasionally, right? Like, there are times where, like, I, I do, but, like, it's just, again, there's so much happening right now where I just don't have time. Yeah. And that sucks. Um, But it's... The emailing, it's the, it's the, it's the like, yo, this is what I do, this is what you do, let's do it together. Yeah. Like, it's the, the same connector of people stuff where, like, I'm connecting you to myself, too. Right. Um, I'm not the dude who, like, does that for everybody, but doesn't do it for himself. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm, again, I really like to meet people until they disappoint me. <laughs> as a whole like <laughs> no but no but, but, but seriously I'm, I'm here for, like I'm here for the conversations I'm here like I'm trying to meet people but it's, and it's like it's um so when time allows I will do the email blast like yo this is what I'm doing I see what you're doing can we just figure out just, can we just talk just talk like not not a hard sell yeah like let's talk and we see what happens from there okay um cause a lot of things have opened up because just off of the strength of knowing people so I think it's important to like meet people every day. How are you or how are you planning to try to make a business out of what you do? I don't know. Honestly. That's fine. I don't know. I know it's necessary. Mm-hmm. I know it's important. I know these streams of income thing. Like but it just the goal at some point is to the 
the goal at some point is to be doing like what I want to do all the time, period, right? So, and I do like what I'm doing, and I do like the created, I like the freedom I have as far as like creating my role yeah. where I am currently. Um, and I think if I had a job that didn't allow me to do that, I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. Right. So it's challenging, but I'm creating my role. Right. So, um, but at some point that's not going to be what I want to do anymore. Right. At some point, mm-hmm. um, this gift isn't for nothing. Right. So at some point I can't just, I can't keep half-assing it. Yeah. Um, cause I'm one foot in, one foot out, but I really am here for education, right? You know what I'm saying? So, like, so, um, I don't know, but I need to get more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe after we finish the first nonprofit. <laughs> cause that's the thing, like. Let me build a nonprofit. Cause first. that's the, cause that's the <laughs> thing, like, um, I do a lot of things, and I, and like, it's, and I have to remind myself that every once in a while that I do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's okay to kind of pace myself on this. Yeah. But not get, get pace myself, but do it. Yeah. Right? So um, it has become something that's been more serious in the last couple of years. The website, the, like just, just making sure that like I'm presenting myself the way I want to. Mm-hmm. Like that has been deliberate, right? But as far as doing the doing the legal stuff behind it, I haven't done that yet. Yeah. And um, that's something where, like, I need to sit down with people who've done it. Mm. Um, but also not analyze myself to death. But I do need, like, I need to, like, figure out, just to kind of, like, see the way people have done it so I can figure out my way. Yeah. Um, if someone wants to work with you, how should they approach you? If you say let's build, it's over. <laughs> How come? Can we not build together? No. Oh. Because nine times out of ten, people, the, the people who come to build don't have shovels. Mmm. Like this metaphor. Like, if you want to work with me, bring something. If you want to work with me, like, bring an idea. If you want to work with me, like, tell me how this works for both of us. Mm-hmm. Not how it works for you. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to work with me, if you want to do something with me, like challenge me like it's like if you want to work with me know 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 what i do Ooh. because mad people know that i write they're like oh maybe we should work on a book but you never read the book right right like if you want to work with me meet me in the place where i know that you respect my work yeah that's all i don't think that's asking a lot that's good that's some good stuff yo i'll be trying (laughs) How do you cultivate your relationship with people that support you or that are fans of your work or followers, whatever? How do you cultivate that relationship? I try to be, I try to be open. I try to like, I try to like, I try to share my experiences as I have them. I try to like, I try to share the, the moments where I'm like, yo, this is really happening. I try to share that. Right. I try to like thank them all the time because you don't have to rock with them. You really don't. It's a bad idea. But you don't have to rock with me. <laughs> like, and I, 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 compl- I understand there's there's so many other people, there's so many other things to be like, to to, to, to direct your time and attention to. I, I get it. You don't have to rock with me. So I appreciate it. And I'm very, I try, I try, I try, I try to be great at like expressing that. Mm. But it's also, 
I don't ever want to be seen as like oh, I don't want to. I don't ever want to be seen seen as jaded. I don't want to like. I, <laughs> I want to be approachable. Even though it doesn't seem that way from like <laughs> knowing me, right? Um, the challenge is like, I, like literally, like I'm not. I appear. I. I present as somebody who is like really <clears throat> who's out there and always like affable and all well not affable my fault sorry but just always like I appear as somebody who is really I get tired like right so um I'm trying to be better at like reserving my energy because again I'm on all the time yeah for everything else I'm doing yeah so I need to be able to like kind of save some for myself um and but I try to be good with people like I'm just like I'm a good person right so like I don't but I try to let people know that I appreciate them that's all to answer the question in a very roundabout way (laughs) the most roundabout way that wasn't really that roundabout <laughs> we, we eventually went to the middle of the circle thingy eventually it's like a circle radius <laughs> <clears throat> what important lessons have you learned along the way of I'm gonna keep calling it your career of writing of making a book of getting into consulting what are some and they could either be first let's go any personal lessons you learn and then let's go any business lessons you've learned Fake it till you make it because nobody knows what we're doing. I'm sorry. Could you re- could you repeat that a little louder? Fake it till you make it because none of us know what we're doing. Mm. Like, I have seen... I have, like, gone to things with people who should be experts and, like, talked them off their panel. Mm. Like, I've seen people get paid to bobble the ball so many times. Like, we don't know what we're doing we are not experts. Um, and I think if we're honest about that, and I think if we, like, present and tell people that... Yeah. And, and like, set the expectation, mm-hmm. um, I think that's the best thing you can do. Um, but, yeah, we don't we don't have it. We think we do. We present as though we do. Because, you know, because obviously you want to be seen as the person who can do the thing. Yeah. But, like, we're all trying to figure it out. And I think that makes it easier because it's like, it takes the pressure off. Hmm. To be the expert? To just be me. Hmm. I like, in that space, I don't have to be the expert. Yeah. Once I set the expectation that I'm not, I don't have to be the expert. I don't right. have to be right. Yeah. We can figure it out together. That's beautiful. I'll be trying. Was, now, was that the personal lesson? Or is that the business lesson? That is definitely the business lesson. <laughs> Personal as well, but more so business. Because, like, I get intimidated a lot. I'm better now. But, like, business-wise, that's not that's not where my head's at. Yeah. It's never where my head's at. Um, but you see enough people do it. You see, you see the infrastructure, and you're like, okay, maybe I can do this. Mm-hmm. Like I got all the things, check box website. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You check all the boxes. <laughs> um, like, 
I may not know, like I went into it, I didn't know how to make a website, but I got one. Yeah. Didn't know how to write a book, but I got one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you check the boxes off. Right. Um, and at the end of the day, like you realize that like the boxes you checked off aren't that further from the boxes they checked off. Mm. So all we're operating on like right now is like instinct and heart. Yeah. Which don't get enough credit. You're not going to heart me. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're just not going to do it. And like I trust my instincts a lot. Because I know who I'm in this for. All right, Patrick, let's time travel. <clears throat> the year is 2022. What is Patrick doing? That wasn't that far away. It's it's pretty far away, considering considering what you've done in the last two years alone. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. You said time travel, and I'm like, we're either going to go to 84 or like... Why are we going to go back? Because you asked me about the last thing... <laughs> What my nine-year-old self? <laughs> I thought we were going back there. No. Okay. I already asked that question. Cool. This is a different question. All right. Hopefully, the hypothetical people were at the show. How about this? The year is twenty twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> Better. The year of Jordan again. Um, go ahead. What is Patrick doing? Hopefully, he's still breathing. <laughs> And it's not like these are the jokes I make, knowing that my father died at forty-one. Uh, <laughs> Sigh. Um, but like low-key, that is a concern. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Like, where am I? Um. So I got a nonprofit. I got at least two books out. Because it's just going off by the things that I'm doing like today, right? So, yeah. Like, um, the hope is I am recognized on a national level. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm not going to temper that. Recognized on a national level. For what? The writing. Um, Because we got close. My shoulder was in GQ. (laughs) That's a nice shoulder. (laughs) That's a nice shoulder. Um, (laughs) Well, yeah, like I said, like I'm not doing this to not make an impact. I'm doing this because I want to change stuff. I'm not, like, I'm not making art to make pretty things. Mm. That's not the goal. Mm hmm. Like, the goal is to change policy. The goal is to change thought. The goal is to, like, not just inspire, even though that's slept on, too. But the goal is, like, it's not, the goal is not to inspire people to think. It's to inspire people to act. Mm. Right? Because um, we get really heavy on the whole awareness thing, and no one's acting. Mm-hmm. The goal is to get people to act. Um... That's all I got right now. Okay. What's something you haven't done yet that you want to do? What are what what is? What are the big goals? What are the big dreams? What is the 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 next step? Is it is it a place where you want to read at? Is it is it some author that you want to meet? What's the big things? What are the big things? Um, I want to be in. I will be in. The Black Sonian. 
For people who don't know, it's the National Museum for um, African American, African American, African and African American history. Um, but we call it the Blacksonian. I'm gonna take your word for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will be in the Blacksonian. Anything else? Dead ass. Not as just like not as a visitor. Ooh. Because that's says easy. With the not as face. a visitor. <laughs> like my work will be there. And it's possible. Because I've seen it happen for other people. It's possible. Mm. People I really fucks with and like respect their work. I've seen it happen. Like you do the work, it happens. Which is why... Which is why I'm cool with like... Being busy. I'm doing the work. Like the goal is to like put in the work and like plant the, th- the plant the trees so at some point it's there. Gotcha. Patrick, give us one to three positive affirmations to carry with us throughout the week in our hearts and our spirits. That I like that stuff. Good. This is like how you end it because this would be like a fire. Almost. Alright, cool. This is nearing the end. I like I like the way you're nearing the end. I like that. I try. Um, also, shout out to Suli Nat. Oh my god, that's me. Yeah, yeah. I told you you guys might know her. Um, <laughs> because she said she wanted to do a podcast and like, oh, now I'm on it. So that's fire. Squee. Um, you are worthy. Hmm. Um, you are dope. And who doesn't like dope? Which means you're like, it's not contagious. God damn it, what's the word? I was going to say contagious. <laughs> it's not what it is. Addictive is the word. Um, <laughs> damn. Don't um, we all really just want to be both, though? <laughs> Um, and your your anger is righteous. Ooh, ooh, I like that last one. And now we're not done yet. <laughs> <clears throat> and now we're going to do what I like to call uh, Patrick trivia in sixty seconds. Oh, shit. oh yeah. <laughs> okay. It's going to be so that people could get to know you on a ridiculous level. Uh, we're going to see how many so questions... So what, what was this before? What was the other, what was the other hour and change? Uh, <laughs> B-roll? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, so <clears throat> here we go. Uh, you're going to try to answer these as quickly as you can. Sloth. <laughs> I was a sloth in the past life. Hey, it happens. All right, All right here we go. Uh, ocean or mountains? Ocean. Pancake or waffles? Waffles. Passenger or driver? Driver. Give me three things you love about yourself. Damn. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> shoot. Um, I'm smart. Um, I'm smart. Um, I'm funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm determined? <laughs> Question mark? Favorite color? Blue. Pineapples Cobalt or- blue. Oh, pineapples on pizza or nah? Yeah. Gross. Favorite number? Seven. Aliens exist or not? Nah? Yeah. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Favorite season? 
favorite season? Favorite oh, season? Oh, sorry, season, huh? <laughs> um, spring. Introvert, extrovert, ambivert, none of the above. Ambi. Favorite song you're currently listening to? Oh, my God. Ten um, seconds. Um... <laughs> Ah! Oh, oh shoot! This is there's a dude named Nobody. There's a dude named like oh, it's not my fault. Uh, go. Four, three. It's not gonna happen in three. Two, not gonna happen in three. Not gonna happen in three. Um, there's a dude named Moflo. M O H F L O W. Moflo. Two words. Um, and like literally, I can't stop listening to his music. Like Moflo. We managed to get not through most of the questions. That's fine. That's fine. But if you want, I could give you the rest of them. Yeah. All right, because we're already here. B-roll again. <laughs> so, um, top places you're dying to visit, name three. Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, D.C., always, because I love D.C. Mm-hmm. And, um, shoot, uh, and New Orleans. Phone call or text? Phone call. Cake or pie? Cake. That was easy. What's worse, laundry or dishes? I actually like them both. You will be married soon. What job would you be terrible at? Retail. I know, because I was terrible at retail. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> uh, give me a happy thought. Chipmunks always get their nut. <laughs> and that's the end of Patrick <laughs> Trivia. <laughs> that is a great way to end Patrick Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Patrick. This is the portion of the show where you give out There's all all your shout outs. We're 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 close to the end. Uh, shout out to the homie Selinette. Oh my god, that's to, me. Um, shout out to family and friends because if I started listing people, it would just would be too many. Um, but thanks for everyone who's been a positive influence. I don't shout out haters because I don't believe in them. I don't think they <laughs> exist. I think they're like. A figment of your imagination. Um, <laughs> everyone loves you. Aww. If you tie him up enough. <laughs> <laughs> if you tie him up long enough. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and lastly, please tell the FBI where they can find you. Uh, no. Nah. Tell us where we can appropriate, appropriately... Uh, stalk you. Um, RicoVision.net. Um, Rico to God on Twitter. Um, Neural Oliver. Neural dot Oliver on Instagram. Um, my mama house. <laughs> like, Please don't pop up. Like, at mama's make house. Make an appointment. Make an appointment. <laughs> um, Word. Patrick, thank you. Thank you, friend. I appreciate you. Of course. Squee. You smart. <laughs> Give me the rest of them. Don't just leave uh, me at one. You smart. Uh-huh. Um, what was this? I said, buy your mama a car. I don't have that money. I can't be giving money out like that. Like that, that was the part that was like profound. Like, it's like, We're leaving it off on that. Yeah. You smart. <laughs> you, you smart. Okay, bye. Not about that. hypothetical. <laughs> Alrighty, mi gente. This has been another episode of The Creative Alchemist. I am your hostess with the mostest, Sulinet. You can check out the rest of my life at sulinet.com. 
That's Z-U-L-Y-N-E-T-T-E.com. Until next time, stay hydrated, stay creative. Peace.